Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Everyone here, it's Craig with the Ohioan Podcast, and today we have a special guest, Bob Garver, the movie critic here from New York City for the Ohioan Podcast is here. You're here to talk about a couple of films, The Father, starring Anthony Hopkins, and The Courier, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. But uh, Bob, how are you doing, first and foremost? Doing wonderfully. So good to have the movie theaters back in New York City. I know that's been a big, uh, you know, point of contention here over the last couple of, uh, you know, last several months here with COVID. Movie theaters were closed for the longest time. They've been open here in Ohio, but obviously in some of the bigger states, the bigger cities, they have not been open due to COVID uh, concerns. So glad you're able to get back to the theater. I know it's one of my favorite things to do is to go to the theater and actually see movies. And it must have been a real treat for you to get back in and see Anthony Hopkins in work here. He's uh, starring in the new movie, The Father, which is a six-time Oscar-nominated film, including Hopkins, who now becomes the second oldest Oscar nominee at 83 years of age. Tell me, Bob, what did you think about Anthony Hopkins in The Father? I thought he was tremendous. I um, definitely see where the Oscar nomination came from. Um, And I was... uh, very pleased with him a few years ago in, uh, well, actually, I think it was just last year in The Two Popes. Yeah. Yes. What um, uh, What do you think, you know, I mean, obviously, he, he's not maybe Anthony Hopkins from Silence of the Lamb era, but what, what does he bring to this performance now as an elderly man? Obviously, I know he's playing an elderly man in this film that is kind of going through some health issues. Talk a little bit about what this film's about and maybe what uh, sort of struck you about Anthony Hopkins' performance. Well, uh, in this film, he plays an elderly man who is uh, suffering through dementia, and uh, he doesn't know if he can trust himself. He doesn't know if uh, what he thinks he's seeing is real, um, if what he thinks he's seeing is relevant, and he acts accordingly. Now, I know uh, so that... He, yeah, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. So he, um, he doesn't know if he can trust himself, and uh, his uh, daughter, played by Olivia Coleman, who was also nominated for an Oscar, um, is a bit uh, kerfuffled as to what to do with him. What to do with him? You know, is this is this one of those movies where we're we're maybe more so in like a really confined space? Tell us a little bit about you know yes. how this film is shot. Is it shot maybe just in a single house, or are they going out and about? What how, how what kind of intimacy does this film kind of bring to the the father daughter dynamic, and just uh, maybe a Hopkins character being you know isolated maybe as well? The film takes place almost entirely in his apartment, and. Uh, it's it's based on a play 
so I guess they uh, kept uh, on during the stage show. They kept using the same set over and over. Um, the exception is a uh, scene at the very end, which I won't spoil, but it does move to another location eventually. And I imagine uh, in the stage show, they just um, darkened the set and, and put up a different backdrop for uh, for the final scene. Sure. Now, what um, you know? What did you think of Olivia Coleman's performance? Obviously, obviously, she has an Oscar under her belt for the favorite. Um, she was terrific in that movie. I loved her. Her in uh, Hot Fuzz back in two thousand seven. Uh, what did uh, Olivia Coleman kind of bring to the table here as uh, the the Anthony Hopkins character's uh, daughter? Well, I uh, obviously a lot of love, uh, a lot of fear. A lot of confusion. Uh, I'm sure that everybody has somebody in their lives who is much like the uh, Anthony Hopkins character, and everybody has either known somebody or is somebody like the Olivia Coleman character. Uh, but uh, her nomination is is well deserved too. Well, in addition to the acting performances from Hopkins and Coleman, uh, Florian Zeller, who directed the film, along with Christopher Hampton, are, uh, are nominated for Adapted Screenplay. They have a film editing uh, nomination as well, production design, and of course, the you know, creme de la creme, the Best Picture nominee as well. Uh, talk a yes. little bit about, uh, you know, overall as a film, you know, film editing and production design. You know, you're talking about, you know, a film that's, you know, shot entirely in, in one or two central locations. Were you surprised to see, uh, you know, production design, you know, sneak in there for a, in a, a Best Oscar nominee? Well, yes, because it's a very minimal production design. Um, as for editing, I can see why it got that one, uh, because... There's a lot of shuffling around of, of timelines and chronology, um, some of which, quite frankly, even with somebody with dementia, um, wouldn't be possible uh, because in some cases, how should I put this? In, in some cases, it would involve him knowing things that happen in the future. I, um, but um, that... Uh, that I think has more to do with the script than the editing. Sure. Is it maybe their way of, of trying to maybe distort realities and things like that with, with someone, you know, battling dementia, maybe having some odd time timelines, things like that. Does it maybe kind of coincide with something like that? Maybe. Yes. Yes. Plenty of, plenty of odd timelines in the movies. Um, uh, you know, characters that, that he can't keep straight, you know, one, one moment this character is played by one person and another moment uh, the it's played by a different actor entirely. What, what was sort of your overall impression? I mean, you know, obviously Anthony Hopkins, you know, is, is always a, a favorite among Academy voters, you know, and, and some people may say, you know, this is a nomination for someone who's had a great career and it's kind of like a, one last go around for maybe for him, but is this, is this performance better than just that? Well, let's give him one more kind of crowning achievement performance. And, and does, does he really earn this Academy award here? Uh, it's, it, it's, it's well-earned outside of the fact that um, 
this may very well be his last nomination. Well, and certainly um, he is six, so yeah, great it, career um, for him. Yeah, and and it, it he's not he's not going to win. Uh, it's it's pretty much a lock at this point that it, uh, Chadwick Boseman is going to win, uh, just for the whole uh, posthumous nature of the nomination. Well, you know, being an 83-year-old, not 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 a bad uh, year back-to-back. Obviously, he was nominated for a supporting role in the Two Popes. But uh, you know, overall, what was your final uh, your final grade for Anthony Hopkins, uh, the father? Um, I would I would give that a B. Um, you could tell that it was based on a play, um, and it was written for in such a way that they didn't have to. Um, do much uh, change to the set. That's why I'm so surprised that it uh, has the nomination for production design. Granted, it is a very nice apartment. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that sounds great. Uh, and, you know, obviously you can see that film in theaters, and I'm sure that at some point here in the very near, f- near future, it'll come to a streaming service as well. But uh, Hopkins, of course, one to watch here at the Academy Awards. If, if anything, just to, you know, again, kind of cap off a crowning achievement for what has been such an illustrious career. But now let's kind of switch gears and, and talk about your next film, The Courier. Now, um, this is something that is is actually kind of sneaking into the theaters this year. So this is a, a, a new release. Uh, came out last Friday, stars Benedict Cumberbatch. A lot of you may know him from uh, Doctor as being playing Doctor Strange in the Marvel movies. But uh you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, kind of an interesting actor to me. He sort of seems like a chameleon that can kind of play a, a you know multitude of different characters. Seems like he's got this great up-and-coming career as a character actor, more so than just what people know him for, for his uh, Marvel movies. But in this movie here, The Courier, he stars as a Cold War spy who works with a Russian source to try to put an end to the Cuban Missile Crisis. What were your overall impressions of Benedict Cumberbatch here in this uh, starring role in The Courier? Um, well, I, I guess I would, um, disagree a bit with what you said and that he's, uh, when you say he's an up and comer, I think he's very well established at this sure. point. He already has a lead actor Oscar nomination for the imitation right. game, a film from, uh, 2014. That was probably the best work of his career. Right. But, uh, here he's, uh, he's, he's fine. He, um, takes on the, uh, tortured prisoner role uh, later in the film, a um, role that was done, uh, I'm not going to say necessarily much better, but definitely more thoroughly by the lead actor uh, from the Mauritanian film I reviewed a few weeks ago. Sure. But uh, until then, you um, can at least sympathize with him. What? But, uh, but, it's the prison, but it's the prison parts that are the highlight of his performance in this film. What uh, you know? For was this a story that you were familiar with? I mean, this is I was not okay. Uh, do you feel like it told a, a you know sort of a well rounded three dimensional story of maybe this time period? And uh, of course, you know, uh, Cumberbatch coming into it here as the lead. Uh, you know, what were your overall impressions of the movie as a whole? You know, did you come out knowing a lot more about you know, a subject matter that maybe you didn't know so much about? Uh, just overall, what were your thoughts on this film? Um. You know, I, I knew kind of the bullet points of the Cuban Missile Crisis before the movie, and I knew kind of the bullet points of it coming out of this movie. Um, other than 
The only thing that really surprised me was how many people were glued to the news, which I guess shouldn't have surprised me, but it did. Sure. Okay. Um, and, and then just overall, you know, what are your final impressions of the Courier? Anything stand out to you? Was it uh, maybe Cumberbatch's performance, maybe the, the, the visuals of the film, the writing, anything kind of stand out as maybe, uh, you know, maybe sort of being better than the rest of it? I actually think that the movie should have opened a few weeks ago uh, so it could get released in time for the Oscar nominations. Okay. Now, I don't think the film could be a contender for Best Picture. Um, Cumberbatch might be able to get into the Best Actor Oscar category, uh, but he'd lose to Bozeman even if he, even if he did. Uh, but there are two supporting actresses in the movie. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Right. Uh, as a C as an American CIA agent and uh, Jesse Buckley as Cumberbatch's wife, they both could have been in contention for the Oscars. As a matter of fact, they uh, could have gotten uh, separate nominations. They could have uh, done like um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. They could have done that. They could have both gotten a nomination in the best supporting actress category. Sure. Okay. Um, um, were you surprised then if, if, you know, you're obviously you have some strong feelings about that. Are you, are you sort of surprised given the extended window that we saw this year with the Academy Awards that maybe they didn't try to squeeze this in in February? Or do you think this is maybe more of a let's release it in March and try to capitalize more on the box office? No, I think, I think it was a bad idea because um, this, is, this is kind of a bleak movie and it's not one that has a lot of uh, popcorn entertainment value. Um, I can see why it made only two million this weekend, uh, coming in behind both the third week of Raya and the Last Dragon and the fourth week of Tom and Jerry. Sure. Okay. Do you think that uh, you know, obviously being released in March, it's gonna you're you know we're gonna have a long wait until the Academy Awards are announced early next year. Do you feel like this? Oh has yeah, it'll be it'll time? be forgotten by then. You yeah, think so? Okay. Do you think that uh, because of Cumberbatch, the the studio might try to open up a campaign in the fall though to maybe get people to remember what he did in this film, or do you think that uh, it's a good film that just is going to fall short? It's, I mean, I can't speak to what they'll try to do, but I, I can't imagine it can be taken seriously as a contender at this point, um, or or I guess uh, at that point later in the year because um, it's just going to be regarded as a movie that opened months ago and bombed. Sure. Um, you know, looking ahead this year, obviously we're still in COVID, you know, theaters are reopening, which is a great sign. The box office still not really reflective of that just yet though. But, um, you know, if, if this is another year like we had last year where maybe we don't see as many releases or maybe, you know, the streaming movies aren't as uh, maybe bountiful this year. Do you feel like he could sneak in in an awards, maybe like a Golden Globe, maybe, or maybe a Critics Choice or, you know, maybe a SAG Award type of thing, maybe if the if the competition isn't as strong? It would take it would take some weak competition. Sure. It really would. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, Bob, uh, final grade. What What did you think of The Courier starring Benedict Cumberbatch? B minus. I still think it's a it's a good movie and it is worth seeing, but it's it's going to be fruitless. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, Bob. We definitely appreciate it. anything coming up on the slate that you're excited about uh, reviewing here in the uh, next next couple of weeks. 
Uh, yes, next week will be Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. I'm very excited for that. I'm a huge fan of his. And uh, Minari, another film that's nominated yeah. for Best Picture in a few weeks. Absolutely. All right, a couple of uh, interesting choices there, and uh, we'll definitely get Bob's take. But uh, we just want to thank everybody for uh, stopping by here and uh, checking out Bob's reviews. Bob, we thank you as always. Uh, check us out next time here on the Ohioan Podcast. Thank you very much for having me.